Hi, and good morning. Good morning. It's Mondays with... Mike and Mary. And that's why I'm... Mike. And you're... <laughs> I'm Mary. Hello. That's right. Is this a quiz? It is. <laughs> it's too early in the morning for a quiz. <laughs> oh, I am so excited about this episode of our podcast. I know. You wanted to tell me what you were going to say, and I said, no, surprise well, me. we're going to do parade of techniques and ask the experts from our squared coaching calls but we just got back from Master Sales Academy, so every call I had was filled with MSA takeaways for Pareto Techniques. They were all terrific. I had such a good time. <laughs> well, why don't you start? Tell us the thing that you were so very excited about. Well, I hear this over and over. It's good to be together. Yeah. It was the best part of it was getting to see each other, to be with my team and bond and interact and for some of them, it was the first time they had met some of Meet their them. teammates, yeah. <laughs> yes. And lots of them went out to dinner. But the big takeaway I got, my favorite one, was something one person got from someone else on another team. Yeah. And it was, have a seller seminar. I've been doing buyer seminars. Why aren't I doing seller seminars? What's the name of the game? Listings. Listings. That's right. And... This seller seminar was a big success because the person who ran it targeted a very specific audience, expired listings. Oh. And he said, there's a thousand homes in my market that don't sell every year. Why aren't I targeting them to do a seller seminar? And he's going to call it, come to my kitchen table. Ooh. Isn't that a cool topic? Yeah, I love I it. love that title. So there's my parade of techniques. What was yours? Holy tamale. All right. Well, it's interesting that you say that your student that that shared this to, uh, on the call yeah. got it from another student because that's exactly what I want to talk about today, too. I heard over and over and over how much our students inspired one another. And yeah. particularly along these two words, these two words cropped up all day long. It was consistency, that we set the example for one another with our consistency. And the second word was frequency. So the frequency and the consistency of prospecting, of our systems, um, Michelle Rizzo's mail outs that she's been mailing to the same people for seven years. Holy cow, expanding our database rather than narrowing it down and being consistent. I heard, I was reminded that I am a master salesperson. I heard, I found my people. They're not just everywhere. I don't have my people in my marketplace, but they're all here when I come to Wickman. And I love this sentence. I realized that I had heard these techniques, but I wasn't really committed to using them on every appointment. And that's the difference maker. So I offer to you that as our Prated Techniques for today. Wonderful. <clears throat> well, I want to go to my ASI experts because okay. I've been waiting all day for this. You have. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had two that kind of intertwined. Okay. You know, we teach a lot of stuff about how to generate referral leads, yeah. how to build referral relationships. Uh, what we haven't taught a lot is what to do when you get a referral lead. And we teach how to convert it. Okay. But here was the Ask the Experts question. I got a referral lead from somebody in my business. 
and I called the the party they referred me to, and they didn't call me back. <gasps> no. Honest to God. <laughs> what, what should I do? It was very funny. So I think the first piece of advice she got was really good. It was, instead of just calling, send them a video. Because this is the video age. Oh, yeah. People will watch it. People will respond to it. And then someone else said, you just called him once. Oh. That was it. <laughs> Hello. I call at least three times. So there's magic in. Threes. You betcha. Well, what about sending him an email, too? Oh, what about sending him a text message, too? What about creating a system so that you... You, you go across all the channels of communication that there are to find out what's their method of choice. What one are they going to respond to? If you just keep calling people, guess what? They don't return your calls. If you just keep leaving, I don't care how good your voicemail message is. I have a real estate matter to discuss with you. That's the most effective one we've got. And how often does that work? Once in a while. It, it works I, I can, better than call me back or I'll shoot your dog, but a voicemail might not work. There, I go sometimes a couple of days before. Should yeah. I admit this? But I don't always listen to my voicemails; they're tedious. Well, what about somebody gives you a referral? Go to LinkedIn and look at their profile. You bet. Go to social media, Facebook. Send them an instant message. You bet. Send them a Instagram, Instagram post. You bet. And and create that system so that. You or you and your assistant go across all the platforms, all Smart. the way there are to communicate, and keep hitting this referred party until they respond to you, until you find out what's their preferred method. And then you qualify them to see whether or not you want to pursue them. But the, the second half of all of this is, what do you say to the party who referred them to you? How much feedback do you give them? In other words, if I'm going to send an email and a text and a social media post, do I CC the referring party on everything? Well, why not ask them up front? How much do you want me to keep in touch with you about how I'm trying to keep in touch with them? And somebody else had a question about getting a referral that wasn't cooperating with them. Mm -hmm. And what kind of approach could I take to the party that was referred to me? And the feedback was... Why not put them into their head? Here's what I'm going to say to the person who referred me to you when I report back to them. That's kind of confusing. Could you just give us an example? Okay. Bob says, talk to my Aunt Millie. Yep. Aunt Millie's not cooperating. Right. So when I'm sitting with Aunt Millie, I said, you know, there's a reason. Sitting with Bob? When I'm sitting with Aunt Millie. But she's Bob not referred me to Aunt Millie. Okay. I'm confused. Try again. Bob refers me to his Aunt Millie. <laughs> okay. And I'm sitting with Aunt Millie, who, her listing's way overpriced. She doesn't want to listen to me about how to price it. So how do I get her to, to have a new perspective on me as her agent? I refer back to Bob referring me to her. And I say, now, when I report back to Bob, uh, your nephew Bob, about this conversation, Here's what I'm going to say to him about you and about us and about what we covered. And so she's thinking about her nephew who referred me to her. And I think that's 
another way to use the power of referrals to get the referred party to take your advice. I I like it. Thank you for being patient with me and helping me understand. I didn't I realize did not we mean were getting to confuse you. No, yeah, well, it was not very difficult. <laughs> All right. Did you have an SDX? Of course I did. Injury? And it was so hard to narrow this down, but I had I had so many good ones yesterday on our call. Um, so um, I have a student who's in a very hot, hot, hot market. Um, she listed this property right at the right price. The seller is 80 some years old. The buyer bought it in the first 24 hours, paid full price. And now, well, no, it sold... It, it sold in a week. Sorry. Are you confused? I <laughs> Okay, that's enough. <laughs> All right. So the property sold in a week and uh, it was in the $500,000 range. So this is a good sale, right? And then the inspection started and the buyer wants the seller to spend somewhere around four, five, six hundred $600 fixing something. And the seller said to the agent, do these buyers understand what a good deal they got? Do these buyers realize what they're really asking me? And the selling, excuse me, the selling agent said, I'm so surprised that the seller won't do these things. And so our student is saying, okay, what am I doing about this? What do I say to that selling agent? How do I handle the buyer's agent? The buyer's agent. Cancel the deal. Go soak your head. That's what I'd say. Really? It sold in a week. You can sell it again. This is, if you're in a hot, hot, hot market, you've got the upper hand. Well, that's the advice that I gave. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, here's what you should say. Yep. It's a seller's market. Yep. And then don't say anything else. Cause that's a statement of fact. You know, I think sometimes we get all emotionally tangled up in all this kind of thing. And the truth is eh, it's a seller's market. And at the same time, I think it's always important to say to our sellers, are you willing to lose the buyer over something that's four or five hundred dollars? Right, right. And is this four or five hundred dollar item something that now on the next buyer I'm gonna have to do it anyway? Because now I have material evidence that this is something that needs to be repaired. This is a pretty normal kind of situation. So it goes back to that Floyd Wickman stuff. Golly, that stuff is timeless. From the moment you write that offer with a buyer, from the moment that purchase agreement is presented to the seller, you as the agent should be saying K-Y-F-C. And just in case any of you are hungry and you're thinking I'm talking about chicken, I am not. (laughs) K-Y-F-C means keep your fingers crossed. And that air, that aura of proposal, of tentativeness. Keep them hoping instead of dreading. Keep them hoping. That's right. So that's really the bottom line here. And yep, it's a seller's market. Wonderful. Thank you to all of you who came to Master Sales Academy. It was absolutely a blast being together with you for more than two days. I can't wait for Kentucky now. I know. Business breakthrough November. Lots of fun. And if you haven't renewed your R-Squared membership or you know somebody who needs to join R-Squared Coaching, get to our website, sign up, click that button. Doesn't take long. I We love having you on our podcast list. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.